Yeah, my name is Jamie Riley. Um, I'm a client services manager for a personal branding agency called Spark. Um, so we build the personal brands of purpose-led CEOs and founders. So in a lot of different industries, you've got sustainability, you've got skincare, lots of different lots of different industries. So that's sort of my main role. But alongside that, I'm also the founder of a freelance social media agency called Rise Your Digital. So I'm based in Southampton, um, kind of within Hampshire. So I work with a range of different SMEs across the south of England to uh, not only help them build their social media presence, but also to change perceptions of their industry is something I'm hugely passionate about. So I'll dive more into that in a second. Yeah. Yeah. How did you get started into that? Was that something you started alongside um, your other work or was it beforehand or how, how did that sort of come about? That's a good question. So I first started getting into the digital marketing sphere when I was actually 14 years old. So I did some work experience with my school at the time and I didn't have a clue what I wanted to do when I left school. So I went and worked for a local um, agency here in Southampton, a marketing agency. So kind of got to grips with the basics. Um, and one of the things I picked up there was social media management. So I came back from that work experience and then took some time as I sort of moved into college to uh, volunteer, do like a volunteer internship at a local social media agency. So I was based in Somerset at the time. So I did that for the space of, of a couple of years during my time at college, um, kind of enough to build up some qualifications, certification sort of thing, um, and gain a lot of experience within managing a range of different clients within the, the sort of social media sphere. So I did that. And then once I'd left college, I moved to Southampton to be closer to some family. And I started an apprenticeship as a uh, digital marketing um, assistant at a local agency here in Southampton. So kind of, you know, start to finish, it was a, it was a long sort of pathway to, to get to this point. But, you know, I've always been passionate about like technology and, and kind of digital media and things like that. So it kind of seemed like a good fit for me. And here we are, you know, five years later. So nice. And, and yeah. how, how have you found that that growth? It obviously, it's similar to me about five years in now. Um, a lot of twists and turns how has that journey of growth been is it what you expected it to be or was there any sort of uh, opportunities that presented that you just weren't expecting or was it all sort of has it all gone to plan it's definitely been a lot of ups and a lot of downs um, I think for me you know I would never have predicted to be where I am today you know when I was you know that that teenager in college trying to work everything out um, but no, there's been a lot of opportunities for growth, a lot of mistakes that have been made along the way, of course, but, you know, always an opportunity for learning. Um, you know, for example, when I did my apprenticeship, um, I managed to kind of build a lot of other skills outside of the scope of what I was kind of expecting. So, you know, when I went into it, I was thinking, you know, a lot of digital content strategy and things like that, but I learned a lot about, you know, loads of other different kind of sectors within the digital marketing space, you know, things like generating leads and, and SEO and all these sort of things. So I definitely wasn't expecting my knowledge to diversify as much as it has. Um, I definitely think alongside that sort of, I like to think that my career has kind of accelerated in a way because, you know, fresh out of college at 18, diving into an extremely fast paced marketing agency, I built a lot of business acumen and sort of maturity quite quickly. And again, kind of kind of relaying back to what I mentioned earlier, a lot of it came from the, you know, the mistakes I made along along the way and the successes that I had along the way as well. So it has definitely been completely unprecedented, um, especially through like the the sort of growth and and power of me building a personal brand and and kind of managing my reputation online and offline, um, sort of leverage that for my career. Um, it's definitely 
it feels like my career has been fast tracked, which is nerve wracking, but also extremely exciting. So as a 19 year old, you know, getting into entrepreneurship, it's yeah, it's uh, it's been a crazy journey so far. And I'm excited to see what comes next. I guess, would you say that you, it sounds like you are like an advocate for people to get a job in the industry. They're looking to become an entrepreneur in, because there's a lot of people that I've spoken to having the privilege of speaking to so many young people interested in business, but may not have made that step that are in say hospitality, but they want to get involved in tech and they're not, they haven't even got one foot in the tech world. Do you Mm -hmm. think you should, or perhaps need to, have at least one foot in the industry you want to work in sort of similar to what you did just so you can build up that knowledge in a corporate environment as an employee and learn in order to fulfill your role as an entrepreneur on the side yeah it's um it's an interesting thing to think about i think for me um i believe it can work both ways I think, uh, you know, if I use it in the context of my own journey, getting an apprenticeship or doing the work experience in the marketing uh, industry allowed me to discover that passion. Whereas there are people that that know they have passion somewhere, but aren't necessarily directly working in it. So it really depends on kind of how they discover that passion. But definitely, I think that sort of in-person real experience was paramount to kind of where I'm at now. But it doesn't necessarily have to be the the traditional sort of roadmap. You don't necessarily have to get a job in it as such. You know, there's there's other ways of learning new skills and embedding yourself within an industry, whether it's, you know, networking with authorities within the space or, or you know, like, a, like I did doing like a bit of a volunteer sort of thing, just a couple of hours every week to embed yourself within the processes that, that go on with the indus- in the, within the industry. Um, but I think definitely building a network up as early as possible is probably the most valuable thing you can do if you're trying to get your foot in an industry. I'm a firm believer and it's a age old saying it's not sort of what you know, but it's who you know. And a lot of the opportunity and the doors that have opened for me over the last few years have been a result of the people that I've networked with and the people that I built relationships with. I mean, my current role was built off of a, a half an hour coffee call that I had with my boss about a year and a half ago. So it's about that, that nurturing and that, it's almost like curiosity in a way um the best way for you to kind of put yourself in that position is being curious and showing that you're willing to take a step because a lot of these people as you say are you know they're young that they've just recently got into you know full-time work if you show your interest and show your passion that early on it, it can be rare to see from employers so if you show that you're willing to go that extra mile it can be extremely fruitful so yes it's beneficial on one hand but there's also other ways of sort of you know embedding yourself within to an industry yeah, no, I love that. And it's something I found as well when I was applying for jobs um, in previous years because of my experience with If Only They Knew. They was like, oh, well, what's this? And it become a talking point in the interviews. And then I was able to sort of show the experience that I lacked in the corporate world. I was ex- able to express how I've learned the skills I would have missed out on through mm-hmm. If Only They Knew, like my own platform. So I, I really, really understand that. Um, do Why should entrepreneurs now, talking of having their own projects, why should young entrepreneurs, coaches, whatever it may be, and it may not be, you may not agree that they should, but do you think they should be focusing in on their personal brand? And if so, why? Why not? I definitely am a huge advocate for nurturing and building a personal brand. However, I won't sit here and say that it's paramount because there's many, many businesses that have grown without the use of a personal brand. But I do believe that a personal brand can act as a catalyst for business growth. So if I... You again use it in the context of sort of my own journey. So when I started freelancing, 
I think if I didn't have my personal brand, it would have been quite difficult for me to generate leads to begin with. It would have been a bit of a, a lack of understanding of where to start. But my personal brand, I think for me, has not only been a way for me to generate inbound leads, which I do, um, which is immensely powerful in itself, but also it's an opportunity for you to learn. And, and again, it comes back to the whole point I made about networking. It is an opportunity for you to do that. But I think the most common misconception about a personal brand and a lot of entrepreneurs may, you know, turn the nose up at the idea of, of nurturing a personal brand is that there's a, there's a bit of a, like a, it's an incorrect definition of what it is. Uh, people think a personal brand is someone that posts on LinkedIn a lot and builds a lot, a huge following. And that, that's not what it is. So your, your personal brand is essentially it's your reputation, both online and offline and how you leverage it to build your career. So it's not only the content that you create, but it's also the way that you communicate the, the value proposition that you have and, and the way that you articulate yourself. Every entrepreneur is building a personal brand, whether they realize it or not. So I suppose the question, why should they be focusing on it? Is, is essentially null and void because they are focusing on it, but it's their choice whether they choose to leverage it and grow it and 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 use it as a catalyst for, for business growth. So yes, it's important. Um, and there's many different ways to build a personal brand. Um, but as I say, like focusing on building it all the time isn't paramount because everyone has one. Um, and some people have positive personal brands. Some people have more negative personal brands. It just depends on how you carry yourself. And, and it's a reputation that will follow you throughout your career. So it's up to you really. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Say, say if personal brand is one element of of a entrepreneur getting their set themselves out there, getting leads, whatever it, whatever their goal is, achieving those goals. Do you think there's other elements as well that they should um, focus on? Say if personal brand was one, is there other elements like creating exciting content, or do you think they should be focused on other elements? What what other elements should they be focusing on? Yeah, so I think when it comes to business growth, um, a personal brand is sort of like you know I think of it's like a layer cake, isn't it really? Like you've got your personal brand that is sort of you the reputation, but you've also got, you know, what other value can I add? Um, which in turn will again, boost your reputation. So if I think in the context of the work that I'm doing at the moment, my personal brand is, as I say, a fairly large piece of the overall kind of strategy that I have for growing my business. But alongside that, it's also, again, comes back to the networking piece. It comes down to like the optimization of processes, um it comes down to you know other types of outreach so a lot of people will use their personal brand as a a means to generate new business but i like to use it in cohesion with other strategies so whether it's you know word of mouth marketing or whether it's you know more like outbound sort of uh outreach things like that there's 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 many different ways um to scale and grow a business but i think that a personal brand shouldn't be you know don't put all your eggs in one basket if that makes sense i think you should use it alongside in cohesion with other sort of business growth strategies. And I think that only the individual will know what, what's best for them. I mean, there's no point in taking anyone's word for gospel because everyone's journey in business looks an awful lot different. You know, if I sat here and, and said to, you know, Ted, this is step-by-step -step everything that I did to grow my business, it probably wouldn't work for you because as I say, it's, it's an individualistic thing. It's, you know, every business journey is different, but only you will know what works best for you to kind of hit your KPIs, to hit your overall goals and where you'll see the most value. But definitely, yes, a personal brand can fit in there if you feel it aligns. And if if you had to sort of summarize one piece of advice for young entrepreneurs, would it be focused on that that content side and like the marketing side almost? Or would you perhaps offer something else in terms of focus on yourself as a person as a being like as self-development or what would that one piece of advice be for young entrepreneurs 
It's a it's an interesting question. I love this question. I've been asked it a few times now, and I always say that there's two different sides to it. So you've got like the constructive advice side, which is of course, yes, dedicate time to building a network up, as I mentioned, um, nurturing or you know building authority in that way, sharing you know the expertise or the knowledge that you've built um, thus far in your career journey. Also sharing you know triumphs and and mistakes that you've made and how you've learned from them and how other people can too. I think that's huge. Being relatable online is a huge one. Um, and just positioning yourself in as many places as possible. But the, the point you make about sort of mindset and focusing, focusing on yourself as an individual is huge. Um, and one of the the key pieces of advice that when I look back to the start of you know my journey um, as a young entrepreneur and going into full-time work, the key thing that I'll always carry with me is to not care about what other people's perceptions are of you. I think it's quite easy as a young young entrepreneur and as a young professional, and I faced it a few times, whether it's on LinkedIn or or by people that I know, you know, they'll turn and say, you know, you're inexperienced or you, you know, you need 30 years experience to to talk with conviction and show that you have value and you have different methodologies and systems and things like that. But my life significantly improved the second that I kind of threw away all those opinions and said, uh, you know, I don't really care what other people think of of Jamie and what you know the things that I'm doing to to grow my grow my business and the things that I'm putting my time into um there's a, I've had conversations previously about how teenagers should spend you know these years going out partying enjoying life making memories and like I do that still now you know like I, I go out and I make memories and I do things but also I love dedicating my time into you know building myself as an individual building my business so everyone's passions are different and the, the, there will be people that will sit there and, and you know, maybe judge or, or disregard your sort of your drive and your passion. But remember that the only person you should be competing with is yourself. And when I keep that in the front of my mind at all times, nothing else matters because I know that I'm going for what makes me fulfilled and what makes me happy. And uh, that's the most important thing that you can do as a young professional, I think. You mentioned there just briefly as well about the uh, memories what are some of the mm. best memories or the best moments you've had in, in this journey of yours, um, whether it's in the early days or something more recent? Like, is it, Has there been like a highlight moment? There's been a lot of highlight moments and I don't think we have enough time to go through all of them. I think the the main sort of overarching theme, the thing that sticks out to me the most is the, it's not necessarily a specific situation, but it's I, it's the moments of fulfillment that you get when you achieve something that you never thought would be possible. So for me, you know, starting a business at, at 19 years old, older me wouldn't have ever thought that was possible. You know, being able to work with some of the the coolest brands and tech companies, and and you know, when I was 18 years old and I was marketing, you know, businesses all over the all over the world, you know, in the US and Europe, and that's a huge opportunity. And when I look back on all those moments, I realize it's almost like you know I feel lucky, and it's a feeling of gratitude. Um, so the whole the whole journey has been the best moment because realistically all of it has brought fulfillment or learnings whether it's been positive or negative um but yeah it's just it's it's that reflection i think taking the time to sit and think you know where was i then compared to where am i now and all those growth opportunities you identify along the way those are the ones that make it worth it talking about moments that uh, make it worth it are there any moments that make you question whether you want to do it or not like has there been any low moments 
there's definitely been low moments. Uh, there's definitely been times, you know, throughout my career so far, as you would expect, and it happens to anyone, you know, no matter, you know, there'll be people that are 40, 50 years in business and they'll still be making mistakes and errors. But yes, there, there are times where things may go wrong with a client or, you know, maybe a process doesn't work out or you put a lot of time and effort into something and it doesn't go as well as you thought. But such is the reality of of being in business. So yes, the, there's definitely been low points. There's been periods where, you know, maybe you know, the, the the things that I've implemented or the things that I've done throughout my career haven't been like the best decision for me. Um, whether it's like the way that I've communicated something or whether it's the standard or the quality of a task that I've completed or a lack of understanding and being afraid to question it or whatever it is. Um, yes, it happens, but it happens to everyone. And it's not so much whether it happened, but it's whether you learned from it. And I sure as hell learned from a lot of the mistakes that I've made um so yeah they're they're lows but they're also highs because they're an opportunity for growth and i think without those you know you're you're stagnant and there's there's not really much room for that when you're trying to sort of build out um so yeah and obviously my show is called if only they knew so i asked everyone that comes on is there anything you wish you knew whether it's in the past you wish you knew back then or anything you wish you sort of knew at this present moment is there is there anything that that comes to mind in terms of wishing you had that that key or had that bit of knowledge that would sort of propel you in some way yeah I I can think of something that I definitely wish I knew in the past um and I think it's there's a bit of a sort of a not necessarily a stigma but there's a lot of you know big influences within different industries you know you think of like the fitness industry you think of you know the, the founder of Gymshark and things like that you think of all these huge authorities people that inspire you and now what I wish I knew is that the they're not untouchable. You know, they, they, a lot of these people seem like, you know, oh, you know, I'll never get to their level or I'll never be able to learn from them. And there's a lot of self-doubt that comes with it. You know, you think, oh, you know, so-and-so would want to talk to an 18-year-old or a 17-year-old. But with the implementation of LinkedIn and with, you know, the the networking that I do, I realize now that really you can get in contact with anyone that you want if you try hard enough. You know, I've spoken to some of the most inspirational people, people that inspired inspired me from when I was, you know, still in college, 16 years old. You know, people that I, I've always dreamt of of maybe working with one day or just even just having a conversation with. And more often than not, in the last couple of years, I've been able to do that with so many people. Um, so, yeah, just like remove that, that self-doubt and realize that, you know, if you put yourself out there, you can st- nurture a relationship or start a conversation with anyone and, and learn from them. Um, and I think if I'd started that earlier, maybe I'd be in an even better position than I am now. So definitely, I wish I knew that. Yeah, I love that. And that's definitely something, as, as you were saying it, I was nodding. I was thinking, yeah, that's the same as me. I wish, yeah. I, wish I knew that as well. We'll just sped so many things up. But um, what what's next for you then? Have you got any plans? Are you on a just a mission to to grow at the minute? What's the, what's the plans with yourself and the business? So definitely for me, I mean, as I'm kind of in the process of scaling two different businesses at once. So obviously with my full-time job that I do, um, and I'm helping my uh, my colleague, the founder of the company, Izzy Pryor, to build out her personal branding agency. So obviously a lot of my time is dedicated to that. So it's very exciting to help her build out, you know, business operations and processes and kind of just continuing that really but obviously also with my freelance work i'm at a process now where i'm pretty much at capacity with with my freelance client availability which is super exciting um but kind of now the focus is you know optimizing um kind of my capacity optimizing the work improving the service standard 
um, for my clients and also looking to diversify further into new industries. You know, I want to get more into the tech industry. So looking if there's any doors I can open there, um, diversify my income a bit more and just creating experiences for myself as well. I think that's a huge thing. I think, you know, when we think about kind of what's next for us as individuals, it shouldn't just necessarily be, you know, I want more success, but also like creating experiences and things that you'll remember um because it's so easy to get caught up in like the doing all the time it's important to step back and think about you know what else do i want and for me you know i'd love to go traveling and and, and experience different cultures and things so again that's definitely on the cards so yeah it's uh it's going to be a busy couple of years but um no it's exciting i'm looking forward to it love it yeah it's been an absolute pleasure as well having you on i'm excited to see your journey it sounds like you're definitely going to smash it so yeah Thank let's, you. let's stay connected and let's let's see what happens yeah definitely thanks for your time ted i appreciate it